cool. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Truth Podcast. My name is Nick Robinson, I'm the host of this show. Uh, and today I wanted to get on a new guest. Uh, he's a friend of mine's brother, actually. He's a good friend of mine, too. Uh, but he is an insurance advisor here in the New York area. Uh, it is Mr. Blake Newton. Blake, how are you today? Buddy? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Good, how man. are you? Good, man. Just living the dream, living the dream, yeah. trying to we all stay are. alive, bro. Stay alive and all that, too, <laughs> you know? Um, of course. Blake, before we like dive into the podcast officially and everything, uh, tell me, who is Blake Newton today? How old are you? Kind of give the people that don't know you just a little bit about yourself real quick, brother. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, to be doing my job, I am on the younger side, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to say my age. I'm gotcha. almost 30. Yep. We'll just we'll yeah. just say that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but um, right now I'm an insurance sales consultant mm-hmm. or insurance advisor. You can use both yeah. for Country Financial. And really what I help do is I give people the golden opportunity to address all their finances, um, mm-hmm. their financial future for their family, mm-hmm. and just really give them that peace of mind with someone that they could trust. Absolutely. I think everybody deserves that, and it's the absolute least I could do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll kind of dive into absolutely everything, too, uh, about, like, the whole advising and everything, but I do want to start off with, like, what was your experience like growing up? Where was that at? And kind of give the people your backstory a little bit. Yeah, sure. So uh, I grew up in Des Moines mm-hmm. my entire life, uh, Southside, born and raised. Southside? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I graduated Lincoln High School, so mm-hmm. shout out to all my rail splitters out there. Yeah, all the rail splitters. <laughs> yep. After that, I decided to go to University of Iowa, mm-hmm. and I was there for about four, a little over four years, mm-hmm. and I got my degree in sociology. Nice. So nice. I could have been a barista at Starbucks, or I could have been insurance. Exactly. So I had to pick the one that was going to pay off my student loans, of course. Exactly. So I was exactly. like, insurance it might be a little bit better for mm-hmm. that. So as soon as I graduated from the University of Iowa, mm-hmm. I uh, went to work at Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, yep. where I was in the customer service department for about a year and a half. Nice. And it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very humbling experience. Um, wonderful company, some of the best coworkers I can ask for. Mm-hmm. But there's certain times where you feel like you're kind of plateauing or you're hitting mm-hmm. a glass ceiling is Absolutely. probably a good way to say it. Absolutely. And um, I just wasn't really looking forward to today as much as I should. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't quite as happy there, mm-hmm. so I've been wa- I've been wanting to get into something more sales oriented for mm-hmm. the longest. So I was like, okay, why not just go into insurance sales, but maybe not full on insurance sales, maybe like an advising account management role. Absolutely. So that's exactly what I did. I went to Arthur J. Gallagher. It's a massive insurance brokerage out in West Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And I was an account manager and employee benefits there. So I was really just servicing existing clients. I wasn't going out and getting clients. I wasn't making it, going out and making presentations. Um, just really just sitting at my desk and making a whole lot of spreadsheets and answering a whole lot of calls. I mean, it was equivalent to my experience at Wellmark. Mm-hmm. I, again, wonderful company, some of the best, most brilliant minds of insurance I've yeah. ever been around. So that definitely it was a great learning experience. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're first starting out, what mm-hmm. you want to do is have these jobs where you know they might lead to something they might they might not exactly but exactly. it's re- yeah it's really about finding out yeah. what you want to do and what makes you happy so you know I, I talked all this big game about sales my entire career since I mm-hmm. graduated Iowa and uh, I'm like why not just go into direct insurance sales exactly and then country financial is one of the strongest most 
stable companies that you're going to find. So Yeah. Well, and I think that you rise an interesting point, too, of, like, you know, having, like, that self-fulfillment of yeah, going to work every day is, like, a huge thing. And I think that, like, especially in America, there's a lot of people that, like, aren't happy with, like, what they're doing every single day, like, with their job and everything. So I think that it's good that you've kind of found your own little thing and now you're kind of taking it and running with it uh you haven't been at country financial for too long yet have you it's been like a couple months right yeah it's been a couple months but um mm-hmm. you know i've been insurance my entire career yeah, so absolutely. yeah i still got that foundation mm-hmm. and you know, i got the competence to back up exactly. you know what i'm pushing exactly. so exactly uh, but no you made a great point about people not being happy because mm-hmm. like everybody deserves a happiness and you know I, like i said i think I've, i think i've posted this on facebook mm-hmm. i know what it's like to wake up you know, to have a tedious day and it's the same thing. And so to be in something where you're happy and you're mm-hmm. building something every day is the most gratifying thing that you could possibly do. Absolutely. Plus, I mean, people are so scared of judgment and mm-hmm. what people are going to say. But the thing is, anyone who's ever, anything that's ever been difficult to have or mm-hmm. was difficult to obtain, mm-hmm. you know, of course it's going to be hard to get. Everyone's going to judge you because when you're going out doing something that makes you happy, especially mm-hmm. when it's in sales because a lot of people have a negative preconceived notion of people in sales. Exactly. So I'm here to bust down those barriers exactly. and, you know, prove them wrong. Yeah. Well, I think that it's always good to kind of, you know, show people like, especially in sales it's like when you're giving like a face or like a human interaction to somebody i think that that's like a super key thing instead of like you know just sounding like a robot trying to read them a script of like you should be doing this with your finances and everything like you're literally just trying to help people and i think that like that's one of the best things that you could do is just like be almost like a friend to somebody but mm-hmm. at the end of the day it is kind of like a business and you are trying to sell them stuff too yeah and, and you're absolutely right and i be i'm very very straightforward with any business partners or people absolutely. that you know but the the paradoxical mm-hmm. thing that's a word right paradoxical <laughs> it is now it is yeah now. <laughs> the, the paradox to that uh-huh. is that even though they are clients of mine mm-hmm. the vast majority become dear friends and partners exactly. you know it's not it, it's way beyond insurance man exactly I mean you know I, I you're co- looking out for somebody's life yeah too. Like, I mean you know? I mean I, get, I come to their kids birthday parties man yeah. I send them birthday cards every single year I yeah. bring cookies to their office. Yeah. Or if it's one of my partners, I'll bring donuts to their office. Exactly. You know, I'll have events where I sponsor and I pay for things. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's way deeper than yeah. insurance. And I think that's what sets me apart from most people is yeah. that I do have that personalized touch. Exactly, exactly. I think that that's super key just to have, especially like in the insurance business and everything else. Because, you know, you want your your customers or your clients to like just feel safe with you not only mm-hmm. on like just your finances but you know with their lives and with their kids' lives and whatever else the case is so uh, it's a super dope thing super yeah cool. you're absolutely right and you know I'm there for people on the worst day of their lives mm-hmm. so of exactly. course I have to be that voice of reason and I have mm-hmm. to be that emotional support yeah, for them exactly. in case they actually do lose somebody because they may not have the resources or the family to mm-hmm. you know help pick everything up so that's what me and my company are here for exactly. it's like is absolute least I could do. Absolutely, absolutely. Blake, tell me about uh, what was your college experience like? You said that you studied uh, sociology, correct? Sociology, sociology. That is correct. What was that like for you? What was that experience like going through school? Yeah, so um, I started off college mm-hmm. um, wanting to be a doctor, mm. which I think is most people who go to Iowa want to be a doctor uh-huh. or an engineer or something that has a lot of prestige yeah. next 
to it. But um, I quickly found out that um, mm-hmm. math and science were not exactly my forte. Yeah. I think that God knew I'd be too powerful if I could do math. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly, you know. Exactly, man. Yeah, I, I knew just enough to be dangerous, uh-huh. but there was no way in heck I was going to get into good enough grades to get into med school or anything Dude, like that. that. That is just yeah. insane. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So once you hit that pinnacle of what mm-hmm. you wanted to do, and now you got to kind of backtrack, then you find out, you know, you take classes that might interest you or, you know, spark and spark something in you that exactly. you, you didn't know you had. Exactly. And uh, sociology was that for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the study of human interaction is one of the most fascinating concepts yeah. that you could possibly learn or mm-hmm. explain to people. Yeah. When did that, like, switch for you? Was it, like, freshman year, sophomore year? Or, like... It was... Uh, Middle of sophomore Middle year. Middle sophomore, yes. gotcha. Because I really, like I said, I was still trying to get on that. Uh-huh. It was actually uh, dentistry was my main goal. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, you know, I was really trying to get after it, but I was just like, I, I, it's really tough to, you know, balance social life and your academic life, especially when you're there for academics, so you should that should come yeah. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people's logic can get skewed along exactly. the way, and there's a lot of influence around, so... Yep. It was tough to combat that, but mm-hmm. I came out clean, luckily. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> man. And I think that, you know, college is like that. Uh, it's like those last couple of years of you, like, <clears throat> having some freedom before you have to go into the work world. Yeah. And, like, you know, then it's the constant nine to five and everything. So it's kind of hard not to, like, slack off sometimes. But, you know, yeah. as long as you can, like, keep your a good head on your shoulders for most and the majority of the time that you're mm-hmm. there then everything's good but yeah exactly i, I mean it's the university of iowa well like number mm-hmm. two party school and trust me they'll they won't let you forget exactly. they'll remind you every day every exactly. day so yeah it, it's tough not to be influenced by outside mm-hmm. factors but if, yeah if you could just stay strong to your belief system mm-hmm. like i did you can still have fun and still thrive ac- academically, mm-hmm. even if it's not in the field that you anticipated. Yeah. How do you feel like uh, your experiences that you had through school have kind of uh, persuaded you to get into uh, like insurance advising and all of that? And like, do you feel like you use some of those skills that you learned in your sociology classes and everything like that? Oh yeah, two thousand percent, absolutely. Uh, when you're in college, you're exposed to so many different different demographics of people um, varying from age and ethnicities and you just you just know how to talk to everybody and you have to be friendly if you're going to be in college you're going to go to these different social events and introducing yourself so you know I've had a lot of practice with that especially in college and really laid the foundation for sales and insurance and sale insurance and the word sales you know inherently they do go together, uh-huh. but in other people's minds, you know, like, you know, they don't sound very well together, you exactly, know. Exactly, exactly. But uh, but just being in sales and being able to sell a product that actually makes a difference in people's lives, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not selling toasters or exactly. knives or stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, this is stuff. This is something that's going to protect your future. Exactly. I mean, this is this product can mean everything Absolutely. down the line. Hopefully, it never has it has to come to that point. Mm-hmm. But if it does, you know, You're there. I'll always be there. You're there. Absolutely. Exactly. What do you feel like, uh, so like, you know, things like uh, how the internet has kind of changed a lot of stuff. Do you kind of worry about stuff like, uh, like all these insurance policies and everything that you're selling? Do you ever worry about like things like AI or like the computer (laughs) stuff, like taking over your industry? I feel like that could be like a serious thing, like especially like 20 years down the line. Like, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that human interaction is always going to kind of be there. Like, what are your thoughts on that? 
No, you're absolutely right. Unless um, Ultron, you know, the mm-hmm. villain from the Avengers, mm-hmm. unless there's something of that level that yeah. gets put into the workplace, mm-hmm. that's the only time I'll be worried, yeah. and that's going to be maybe 100 years from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried anytime soon. Yeah. Plus, you're absolutely right. There's no machine on Earth, mm-hmm. even an Alexa from Amazon, yeah. that can replicate the human experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and there's just too many nuances in human behavior mm-hmm. that a, a simple voice on a computer will never, yeah. ever pick up. Exactly. You know, it does kind of like worry about me for like uh, a lot of the jobs out there now. Like, the, like, uh, like I work at UPS, so like obviously mm-hmm. like maybe in like 20 years or something like that there could be just machines doing all of this work like a lot of the people that work in factories a lot of the people that you know do a lot of those uh manual labor jobs i feel like that Mm -hmm. definitely is like something that a lot of people do kind of have to worry about so you know it's kind of interesting to kind of hear your thoughts on like the insurance industry and i kind of agree with you too like there's nothing that's going to beat the human interaction at least mm-hmm. i feel like in our lifetimes so exactly. maybe in our kids generation it maybe might it could be a different, be a different thing but uh, i'll say hopefully i do well enough so they don't even have to work exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. man that's the goal that's the mm-hmm. goal too yeah and, and you're absolutely right too mm-hmm. when you say it repl- it's going to replace a lot of manufacturing jobs mm-hmm. and it's a shame but i do understand where the business owner is coming from mm-hmm. because I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of those business owners do care about profit margins and stuff, and you can just widen those like crazy if you just take out the middleman, mm-hmm. which is unfortunately happens to be the hardworking humans mm-hmm. for that yeah. company. So yeah. it's a shame, and yeah. but it means you'll adapt and you'll expand mm-hmm. your skill base exactly. and you know try other things. So. Exactly. Well, I think that like that's one of the biggest things about like going to school or like doing a trade or something along those lines is like having that skill set in case if something like that does happen, then you yeah. have like a backup plan and everything like that, especially like. Somebody like you with like a sociology degree, you don't really got to worry about anything. Like you know, if insurance doesn't work out, then you can go off and do something else with your sociology degree too. It's a pretty broad degree that you can use in a bunch yeah. of different fields. So. Extremely broad. It's as broad as like marketing or yeah. communications uh-huh. degree. I mean, you could do virtually anything. Yeah. So that's another reason why I was drawn to it initially. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Blake, tell me about like what is your role as an insurance advisor? Obviously, we've kind of been talking about it, and it's kind of in the name. You're advising people on their insurance, but it is also deeper than that too. Uh, kind of give me like the backstory of what that is for you. Yeah, of course. So at Country, I personally mm-hmm. specialize in residential homeowners. Mm-hmm. So you, your girlfriend or wife, mm-hmm. you buy a house. I can ensure that and give you some great rates, plus give you some great coverages that some other companies don't offer. So we do have that that sets us apart. Plus myself, I also do commercial properties, so this library that we're in now, plus um, what I really specialize is apartment complexes and condominiums. And those are my real bread and butter because you know I can help with all the tenants, I can help with the renter's insurance. And then auto insurance is something that I do as well. Mm. And everybody wants all their plans under the same roof. Yeah. So I'm able to do that because we have some of the most incredible discounts mm-hmm. when you do lump all the different coverages together. Mm-hmm. Plus, I do life insurance as well. Awesome. And life insurance does come in handy when you buy a house mm-hmm. because in case, God forbid, something happens to one of the spouses, exactly. you know that mortgage payment... Yeah, it's going to become pretty steep. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have the life insurance to ensure that you can keep your same standard of living and the same exactly. lifestyle. And one of the, one of the uh, 
you know, barriers that people have to life insurance, mm-hmm. especially when they're younger, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really see the need, but yeah. it's never going to be cheaper exactly. as young as you are. So the older you get, it's just going to become more expensive. Mm-hmm. You have to go through more hoops and medical tests yep. and just makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah. Plus another thing that I tell people is that, you know, you don't buy life insurance for yourself. You know, take yourself out of the equation. Mm-hmm. It's for your family. Yeah. You absolutely. you might pass away, but your family, your kids, they're still going to be here. Exactly. They're going to still be here to bear the brunt of what you left behind. Mm-hmm. So at least give them that chance to at least yeah. have some hope and some yeah. financial stability. Mm-hmm. Because I think that like, you know, something like death or losing somebody is like a huge loss like in and of itself, like emotionally and physically and everything along those lines. Oh. Uh, it's hard But like you know? adding like the financial burden on top of that too is like something that's just absolutely absurd because like there's a lot of people that like you know require the two uh the two like spouse uh household to like bring in all the income and everything and you exactly know, make the house payment work and everything like that so it is like something that you don't really think about until it happens so and then it's know, too late yeah exactly yeah it's a it's a tough thing but you know you do rise like an interesting point too of like people like my age like you know it's not like we're really worried about that stuff right now because mm-hmm. like you know we don't really have a house but exactly I mean, yeah. you know it is something that you should kind of take into consideration too is because like you know like you said things are a lot like less expensive right now and like if you can afford it if you got like a good paying job already as like a 20 25 year old into that age range then you know i think that's something that you should definitely take into consideration because then you're already kind of getting the ball rolling and then Mm -hmm. you'll get everything kind of situated as you kind of grow into more of an adult and have more responsibilities i guess yeah exactly and um another it's not an excuse it's a very valid excuse Mm -hmm. but i understand it completely is Mm -hmm. people say they don't have the money for a life insurance policy Mm -hmm. or to pay a little bit of extra on their auto Mm -hmm. what i find is that most people are severely underinsured Mm -hmm. and i try to make that you know convey that point to them because you're going to be so angry when a claim comes with your current carrier and you only get checked for like a thousand bucks when there's ten fifteen thousand dollars worth of damage and you're going to be so angry and it's probably going to might ruin the rest of your year so what i do is i help you know make those more visible to them and let them know what they could have let them know what discounts that country offers that no other company offers absolutely even if it comes at the cost of a little bit higher premium mm-hmm. i mean the cost of one claim could be like five thousand bucks if we pay that five thousand dollars for you does it matter another five dollars a month on the premium exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly oh and plus I've never, ever, ever recommended anything that wasn't appropriate to a client. Exactly. So I, there's no point of upselling because I know mm-hmm. if somebody were to try to upsell me on stuff that I don't necessarily need, mm-hmm. that's a game breaker. Yeah, and that's exactly. one thing I told myself I would never, ever do because mm-hmm. it's 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 just weird yeah. to do that to people yeah. you know well it's like you're almost taking advantage of them and stuff like along those it's lines sick. you know like yeah. i think that it's good that you know you have that good head on your shoulders when it comes to sales too because like nobody does like a salesman that's gonna throw this down somebody's throat and everything yeah. if they don't absolutely need it you know yeah, so. unless it's absolutely necessary mm-hmm. and appropriate yeah you know 
well, then it's I'm good. not going to do it. Yeah, so. and then it's good, like, to, you know, get to know them as a person like we've been talking earlier, and then, like, you're able to kind of get a feel for, like, what their lifestyle is like, and then you can make, like, the appropriate recommendations for them and everything. Like, if they aren't really uh, looking into, like, car insurance, then it's just like hey like i know you just got this new car mm-hmm. and i can get you like a quote on this and we can see if this is something that we can work with and then you can kind of just go from there and everything too so yeah you're absolutely right and i do take a holistic approach to mm-hmm. a client's needs i mean you got to take care of everything you can't just say oh we're gonna do your auto and i'm never gonna talk to you again mm-hmm. deuces you know that's the complete opposite of what i want yeah Absolutely. And and like I said, back to my point real quick about mm-hmm. uh, people not having the money. Absolutely. I mean, I can make I can cater plan to anyone's budget. So mm-hmm. money isn't really the best excuse because mm-hmm. even if you can only afford twenty bucks for life insurance, I'm gonna get you a policy that's appropriate yep. within that budget range. Absolutely. Like I said, no matter what the budget is, we're gonna make it happen. Exactly. Like it's just simple financial planning. Exactly. So. Exactly. Uh, kind of getting into some of the other questions I have here for you, Blake. Uh, what is like the uh, thing that you find most rewarding about your job right now? What do you feel like that is? So I think it's really giving people the peace of mind, mm-hmm. and uh, especially on life insurance policies, because yeah. there's I, I've wrote a couple, mm-hmm. and um, one of the people actually did pass away, and it was one mm-hmm. of the most heart wrenching things, mm-hmm. and. It's just, it's awful because you don't see, like, people just think life insurance, oh, you know, the person passes away, you give the family a check, mm-hmm. but that check means everything. Exactly. And you don't see the power of life insurance until someone that you're working with mm-hmm. suddenly passes away. Yeah. And to be able to be that that backbone for that family mm-hmm. at the time when they need it the most, mm-hmm. you know, that means everything. Yeah. Plus, just people knowing that they have a company, I mean, mm-hmm. Country Financial does have the JD Power Award mm-hmm. for second uh, second highest in customer satisfaction. That's awesome. That's so our awesome. customer service team will take care of you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And our claims our claims process is super simple. You don't have to worry about talking to a robot. Absolutely. Worry not getting things paid correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we pride ourselves on that. Yeah. Plus, you got me to make sure that everything goes exactly. smoothly. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think that like you raise an interesting point with that robot stuff too. I feel like that's like something that's like so prevalent in today's world like whenever i call like a huge corporation like say somebody like apple right to like get your phone looked at you like you sit there for like 20 minutes just talking to a robot and like somebody that's not an actual person and it's like geez and then like they hear stuff in the background and it's like uh, it says like say five to do this or whatever and then it's like it just takes it and runs with it and it's like you'd wish that you could just talk to an actual person so like you know with like an insurance company like that that's super huge like have that personalization like you can have somebody like always be able to reach out to you in the case if they need somebody that like they're trying to look into different plans or whatever you know you're phone line is always open towards them so i think that that's something that's super key to have in today's world yeah absolutely yeah exactly having that personalized human touch mm-hmm. is everything mm-hmm. and you know it's our pleasure to make the process as seamless and simple as possible so that's I mean that's why i pride myself mm-hmm. on and being as transparent as possible absolutely absolutely blake what kind of got you into insurance like obviously like you were talking about 
you know, you wanted to be a doctor at one point, and then you dentist, wanted to dentist. be a dentist, yeah. and then uh, you talked about, you know, you could have been a barista, or you could have been going into insurance. What kind of, like, got you into insurance? What kind of solidified that for you? Um, it was really just having the potential to go into sales of insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I say, because pushing a product that I don't believe in, mm-hmm. you know, you'll never be successful and you'll burn out real quickly. Mm-hmm. But actually being able to push a product that I believe in, that I carry mm-hmm. myself and that my friends, family and clients that I don't know as well, mm-hmm. to have everyone around me carrying it is huge. And at least I know that I'm, prov- I'm providing that support mm-hmm. and that reassurance for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a key thing too, you know, just... You know, being there for somebody when they most need it is a yeah, huge exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. huge thing. And, and people shouldn't have to worry about insurance or worrying mm-hmm. about how much it costs and stuff. I mean, they should just know that it's there. Yeah, Because I mean, exactly. a lot of people don't want interactions with their insurance agent, mm-hmm. but I find that if you can at least just be their friend and build mm-hmm. that relationship and foster it like mm-hmm. it was one of your good friends, exactly. that's everything. Exactly, man, mm-hmm. exactly. Keeps the world going around and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, it literally does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Blake, what is something that you're interested in like outside of work? Is there anything that kind of comes to mind when you think of that or no? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, basketball, basketball is my go-to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anybody that wants to play or wants to talk to me about joining the leagues that I'm in. Yeah. I mean, if you think you got game, please bring come it, see me. Bring it. Yeah, I'd love to Blake's see gonna it. going to break your ankles, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to break yeah. them. I'm not, I'm not going to drain threes. I'm not much of a shooter. Hey, but you can drive to basketball. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get it rolling. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. How long have you been playing basketball for? Um, since you were a kid? Yeah, since I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I played my freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. But, uh, not college, but uh, high school. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just played pickup ball. Yeah. And I've been playing once or twice every week for the past, like, eight, nine years. No joke. No yeah, joke. so I mean, I, nice. me, it's my only way of staying in shape, too. Exactly, so. exactly. It's a good way to stay in shape. And then, like, you know, that competitiveness with, like, a bunch of random guys at the gym or whatever. <laughs> super dope, too. Or, like, you know, having your friends play with you or whatever the case is. You know, it's super fun to, like, always have, like, that competitiveness, especially, like, being a guy i don't know what it is like having that competitive <laughs> edge as a as a guy is like something that's almost like needed i feel like i mean i personally carry my competitive competitiveness mm-hmm. in uh, sales i carry mm-hmm. that right to the basketball court yeah, exactly so you know like exactly. I, I try to try to be the best i can be and exactly it, it's just it's something that helps me stay sharp mm-hmm. and stay motivated mm-hmm. for sure and I think that like sports and like organized sports is like something that's instilled in a lot of people at a very young age and like we don't really realize it until we get out into the real world like I still use like you know a lot of the like the structure that I learned in sports and like you know the discipline and everything like in my actual life so I think that there's a lot of things that you do learn in organized sports that you know you're able to take out into the real world which is kind of cool too yeah there's a massive list of characteristics that sports and no other mm-hmm. type of activity teaches you that you could carry into your real life mm-hmm. yeah it's incredible absolutely absolutely blake getting into some of the other questions that i have here for you brother uh, sure what is the greatest accomplishment that you've done so far this could be in life this could be in insurance what do you feel like that is for you well, insurance, I would say, um, you know, I'm in the middle, I, I don't want to say too many details, but mm-hmm. I have some really, really big condominium apartment mm-hmm. complexes that 
I, you know, I'm just hammering out the logistics of right now. But that's going to be a massive deal for me. Absolutely. And I'm um, really, really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, business has been going absolutely fantastic so that's far. Awesome. That's awesome. And um, I'm always, always open to taking in new clients. If you have any questions or concerns, or you just want to up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Blake is going to steer you into the right direction. Yeah. Even just a, even just a free second opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, a second set of eyes on what you currently have could do absolute wonders. Dude, and it's like, who's going to turn that down? Like, it's, it's not a, like you're charging a bunch of money for it. You know, it's yeah. like you're just giving a second opinion, and then you literally have nothing to lose, exactly. and you have everything to gain. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I think people definitely see the value of that, and I think that that philosophy really resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a huge thing, too, you know, just making sure that, you know, you're covering everybody's butt because, you know, you want to look out for everybody in the world, not just yourself all the time. Oh, know? dude, I want, I want everybody. I want exactly. all the business owners. Yeah, exactly. I want all the complex or mm-hmm. realty company owners. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the real estate. I want everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I think I could take care of everybody. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I yeah. think that that's key, man. It's just, absolutely you know, just getting out there and, uh, you know, giving your services to the world is a huge thing that you can do in this yeah, world too, i'm going so. to be the go-to guy mm-hmm. so that's the key that's the key absolutely yep. uh blake tell me who or what is your inspiration to do what you do <sighs> my inspiration I, I would say my parents have always instilled in me mm-hmm. instilled thoughts in me from a young age mm-hmm. to treat everyone the way you want to be treated and you know there's always trials and tribulations that come along with maturing into a person but I really feel like in the last three four or five years I've really hit my strides Mm -hmm. and I've become a lot better person and just a lot easier going and just being a lot more humble and grateful for what I have and reminding myself every day that there's plenty of people around me and in my family and clients I talk to and potential people you know just giving everybody the respect that they deserve and mm-hmm. trying to help out as much as I can. Because you're not going to be remembered for what you have. You're going mm-hmm. you're going to be remembered by what you do for other people. Exactly. And exactly. you know, having that instilled in me from a young age mm-hmm. that has been instrumental in my success so Absolutely. far. Absolutely. Well, I think that you know, you rise an interesting point too of like you know, almost leaving like a legacy for yeah. people to remember you by, you know, like obviously Absolutely. Like, nobody's going to remember you by the fancy car that you drive or like the fancy house that you have. Like people are going to remember you by you being Blake and you being the person that you want to, you know, have like this good image into everybody's mind when you do pass on and everything like that too. And I think that, you know, in the regards to like the family thing as well, like, you know, having that backbone for yourself, I think is huge too because then you know you're being this backbone for everybody else so I mm-hmm. think that it's good that you have this backbone for yourself too because like you know it's not like you're really talking to your financial advisor or your insurance advisor all the time but mm-hmm. you know it's like you're being that for somebody else so you know it's good that you have somebody that you're able to talk to as well with it with your family and everybody that's in your family like your mom dad all that stuff i think that's super huge yeah absolutely i mean surrounding yourself with the right people Mm -hmm. is paramount to anyone's success Mm -hmm. because all my friends know that i do not like hearing them complain Mm -hmm. unless it's something that's valid and Mm -hmm. you know it's timely Mm -hmm. that's fine but if you're constantly complaining 
nobody wants that negative energy around them. Exactly. I hate that, and I'm sure everyone else hates that. Exactly. So if you can just surround yourself with people who don't complain, people who mm. do hustle and, mm. yeah, embrace the grind. Mm-hmm. And the people who embrace the grind, besides people in insurance mm-hmm. or uh, real estate agents, I mean, those people are relentless. Exactly. But it's, it's, it's critical to success, mm-hmm. man. You have to, I'm, I'm there to support them any way I can and to offer any guidance or solutions that hopefully my company can offer. Mm-hmm. Well, and I heard this quote once too of like, uh, it's like, if you're the smartest man in the room, you're the you're in the wrong room or something like that. Because it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. you have mm-hmm. to be able to learn things from other people. Like giving, having other people give you perspective, mm-hmm. I think is a huge thing instead of you being like, the smartest man in the in the room like it's always like damn like there's nothing for me to learn here so what am i really doing here with my time and everything but like if you're in a room with people like bill gates or like mm-hmm. uh, steve jobs and like people of that nature it's like you can you have everything to learn in a room like that you know so versus like you know being in a room with like nothing against like your high school buddies or anything like that but it's like you know if they don't have it going on or going for themselves then it's like you what are you doing there with your time you know i think that it's always good to have that Mm -hmm. but also like you know if you're trying to advance in your life too i think that it's good that you can kind of pick and choose what when you're spending your time with like your close friends and whatnot but also making that time to like also learn to like advance your mind and like broaden yourself as a person no you make a brilliant point i mean to be frank the way i put it is mm-hmm. you know to progress mm-hmm. is to live and to regress is to die mm, so if, <laughs> was that was that was that too much no nah, no nah, that's a, that's a was, that, was that was that radar that's, no, no. Man, you're good you're good <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's something that I've instilled in myself, and I use it, you know, to guide and monitor what I do today, and you know how I approach situations. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like I said, you should always just constantly try to get better. I mean, there's no point of going backwards or staying stagnant because exactly. nobody has to stay stagnant. You don't have to sit there and complain. You can do something about any situation. I mean, who does it really matter what your friends or your family think? I mean. I mean, of course you think it does, mm-hmm. but trust me, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, do what makes you happy and exactly. you, you, you got to go out and get it. Exactly. I mean, if you don't ask for it, the answer is always going to be no. Exactly. You know? Well, then it's like a lot of people like worry about, you know, what could happen. But like mm-hmm. if you don't take that step, then nothing is going to happen. Then, Never you know, yet. You got to kind of be open to the roller coaster in a sense, you know, like... You know, it could go this way, but it also could go a really good way, too. Like, you know, you're never going to get anywhere if you don't try. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's times where I, I, you know, I get super discouraged. And I get mm-hmm. super pissed off and angry. And I'm just like, damn, man, I don't even want to get out of bed today. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with people. But mm-hmm. but then here's the thing I do is I do not want regret in mm-hmm. any fashion, of any capacity, mm-hmm. in any manner whatsoever. Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going to talk to this business owner. I mean, if he tells me to kick rocks, whoop de doo I mean, nobody, no, mm-hmm. there's nobody's rejection that could possibly get under my skin anymore. Exactly. You know, I, I've been through it all. Yeah. So, you know. Well, and I think that sales is like that one thing where it's like, you know, you got to learn to handle rejection. And I think that that does teach you a lot of good life skills yeah. as well. Yeah, and people crumble and break mm-hmm. under the fear of pressure and the mm-hmm. fear of rejection all the time. Yeah. 
Now I just want to let people know that you don't have to be scared anymore. Exactly. I mean, once you see people close to you, like all my friends mm-hmm. and people I went to school with and stuff, mm-hmm. if you see what I'm doing and you see that I'm not scared to show who I am, mm-hmm. you know, you should have that same confidence and that same exactly. confidence. <laughs> absolutely. Have that, have that confidence in yourself. Man. Yes, like absolutely. Just, you know, be confident in who you are as a person and what you can provide to the world, I think, is a huge thing. Yeah, even if it's small, I mean, you got something to offer. Yeah. Even if it's like, you know, making a origami for people or exactly, something. Exactly, dude. Like, I mean, know, somebody's gonna enjoy it. Exactly. And like, if they don't, you enjoy it. That's all exactly. that matters. <laughs> you know, be passionate on what you're doing. Like, if you're mopping floors, bro, if you're passionate about that, do be your thing. Do it. But if you cry and moan and complain every day. Mm-hmm. Only you have the power to change that. Exactly. You can't expect nobody else to change your situation. Exactly. And exactly. it just starts with taking action. You just got to do something about it. You know, put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And the, the, what I found is that, you know, people are going to talk-ish mm-hmm. and, you know, talk down on you and be like, oh, what's he doing? Mm-hmm. But once people accept what you're doing and then, mm-hmm. then they're like, Oh, Blake is the go-to insurance guy. I mean, you know, before I didn't think he was serious about it, but now I see that he's been making strides mm-hmm. and, you know, he's active and he's yeah. talking to people and he's making these waves. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not give him a chance? Yeah, exactly. But then it's like, but weren't you talking bad about me before? Yeah. But then they come around to it every mm-hmm. single time. Yeah. Well, like once mm-hmm. I feel like you have that foundation of yeah. know, stability in like your business or like your endeavor of whatever the case it is, then people do start to see it and they're like, oh, he's actually doing this. Yeah, and that, exactly. It kind of sucks, but it's like, huh. You'd wish that like everybody would kind of believe in you at the first. Everybody instance, wishes but, that, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, it's like you know you got to be in it for yourself, and then you know if people come and see what you're doing along the lines, mm-hmm. then that's a good thing. But yeah, you know, it's not always gonna happen. Exactly. Every entrepreneur mm-hmm. who has ever lived in the existence of human civilization has gone through this. Nobody has ever started off on fire where everybody loves them. Any salesperson or were someone who's starting their own company or in business for themselves knows this mm-hmm. i mean you just gotta get past that stage that's Absolutely. all and that's the hardest part for people Absolutely. but they don't have to be scared anymore i mean Absolutely. they're seeing me doing it so exactly you can do it if i could do it you sure as heck can that's do what it. i say to people too man it's like yeah. if i can do it you can do it man it's not exactly. that hard you know just go out there and chase your dreams bro yeah uh, blake tell me about some of the future plans that you have obviously talking a lot about insurance and everything but mm-hmm. is there any other future plans that you have <sighs> yes um i do got a couple um big trips booked for next year nice, nice. and Where uh headed? uh italy actually nice. yeah that's nice. the goal and then we're with family or just like yep or what? Family, family and nice. my girlfriend yes nice. and um you know, me and uh, Adrienne, she's mm-hmm. my girlfriend, yeah, we will have been together for like three years here in November, nice. so here in a couple months or so, nice. and um, it's it's getting to that time. Yeah, I'm not going to have no spoilers, hey, but it's, it's about getting to infer, that time. You can infer. It's yeah, good. exactly. It, yeah. It, it, I got a lot of big things yeah, planned. That's so. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Absolutely. Good for you, good for you brother. Very Glad much looking that, forward brother. to it. Glad to hear that. Uh, Blake couple of closing questions that i have that ask everybody uh that hops on the podcast with me they're a little deeper questions but we'll dive into them and see what your reaction is to them so sure uh 
what is one thing that you have to do in life? So, like, when it's all said and done, sitting on your deathbed, what is that one thing that you have to say that you've been able to do? Uh, definitely know that I gave every ounce of blood, sweat, tears, just everything I've ever had built up into me, just let that all out. I don't want any pent-up frustration, anger, or regrets. I want to know that I left everything on the field mm-hmm. when my time comes. Yep. And then, like I said, that's what pushes me today. So I want to know, did I do everything I could do today to make sure that my business is going to be successful? Mm-hmm. That I go into these car dealerships or these massive companies and try to pitch them on something. I mean, like I said, regret's the biggest motiva- motivator at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that like a lot of people, they don't really think about that stuff until the time does draw close to being an end or whatever the case is, you know, and I think yeah. that if you're always having that mentality of like, you know, you want to put in the best effort that you can with everything that you do in life, then you won't have any regrets at the end. So I think that that's a super <coughs> dope thing that you're living by and a super dope message to share to the world. It's awesome. Man. Yeah. I'll say, and, and people just push off, you know, their goals for a later yeah. time. But the time is now. There's there's not going to be a better time in the future. I mean, it's right now. I mean, if there's like a side hustle that you want to accomplish, I mean, I know it's tough balancing your work life, especially if you're not very happy at your work life. And then you got to balance the kids and the wife and then your social excuse me, and your social life. You know, it's hard to have a side hustle, but there's no reason why excuse me. There's no reason why you can't allocate like one or two hours mm-hmm. every day to that side hustle, whether yeah. it's, you know, building, you know, website design mm-hmm. or, you know, painting freaking wood sculptures for people or exactly. something or just doing maybe doing hair on the mm-hmm. side. I mean, there's no reason why you can't try to develop yeah, yeah develop your side hustles mm-hmm. while you're living your actual life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody's got the time. Exactly, man. And I think that it is just learning time management is a huge thing it's massive it's a huge it's thing tough. it's hard but yeah. you know but i think that once huge. you get it going then it's like hey it just kind of becomes second nature yeah you, you become the most go. efficient human being on earth if you can master time management i mean i haven't even done it yet and mm-hmm. even some of the most seasoned pros that i know mm-hmm. still have trouble with time management yeah. when i think about like a lot of people like that are on like a bigger stature like uh, like the famous people like maybe like The Rock or like somebody like mm-hmm. Kevin Hart they have like tons of businesses and they're like always busy but they also like are always able to find time in their day to like do something that they're very passionate about too and I think that yeah. it's like if they those guys are it, Superman yeah if they yeah. can do it man <laughs> then it's like shoot you can do it too you know it's just like learning and taking like what they're doing a little bit and kind of spinning it off into your own thing I think yeah. that's a huge thing that you have to do yeah you make a great point I mean I'm unbelievably busy Mm -hmm. but anyone that i'm working with or someone who wants to ask me a question i will always get back to you within the day within 24 Mm -hmm. hours so i'm i'm as accessible as they come Mm -hmm. i'm it's i mean it's a curse and a blessing but i'm always on my phone all the time you're always on yeah always clocked in yeah exactly so if somebody's that question i'm always there to answer it or if something happens like claim wise and they're like i don't know what to do You know, I'll walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I got I got He's this. Got we we got you. Mm-hmm. Got you. Always, yeah, always. Absolutely. Blake, last question sure. I ask everybody on the podcast. Uh, so I want you to imagine that I have a copy of the New York Times written right here, okay? It's written <laughs> from ten years from now. Right. There's a cover page and there's a picture of you and then there's an article written about you. Mm-hmm. What is this a picture of and what is written in this article? 
Love it question. Let it sit. Let it marinate. All yeah. that stuff. It's a picture of me in one of my dream suits mm. that I can't afford at this particular Ooh. moment. What are we talking about? Like a Louis Vuitton suit? What are we talking about? No, it's actually um, it's like a checkered suit. Okay. But okay. um, it's not, it's not even really about the brand. It's mm-hmm. just a, a nice checkered suit that fits perfectly well. Yep. Um, yeah, with a tie that's super nice mm-hmm. and just something that really just pops out mm-hmm. that I wish I could I had the means to wear every day. Now yeah, I can absolutely. only wear one like once a month or so it is what it is, man. yeah but then the uh, article would say something like mm-hmm. you know blake is now one of the top insurance brokers mm-hmm. or not brokers insurance producers mm-hmm. in the nation mm-hmm. if not at least just iowa that's awesome so i do think i will get to that point mm-hmm. it's gonna take some time and i'm ready absolutely. for it all absolutely but uh that's my goal is to be the top producer in my company first mm-hmm. and then in iowa mm-hmm. and then Above and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and you got to start somewhere, too. Exactly. Like, you know, you got to start from the bottom and work your way to the top, man. Everybody starts with baby steps. Exactly, but. exactly. And it's all just a step. Yeah. Just take it, take it as it comes and just run with it. You can't let anything discourage you. Absolutely, absolutely, brother. Uh, Blake, where can everybody find you on social media or if they're, uh, where can everybody contact you if they are interested in getting anything uh, along the lines of insurance? Where can that happen? Plug anything that you got to do right now. That is your chance to do that. Yeah, sure. So um, probably probably the uh, easiest way for people to contact me is via my Facebook, mm-hmm. which is just Blake Newton mm-hmm. um, slash Country Financial. Mm-hmm. I'm super easy to Google. I mean, if you Google Blake Newton Country Financial, my mm-hmm. website will pop up, yep. plus my LinkedIn, plus my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And uh, you might even catch my MySpace page hey, on there. Up. Shout out if to you MySpace. Need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then... Um, my phone number is on there as well, okay. and uh, you know if you guys need that, you can just contact me. Like I said, I'm always available. So um, those are probably the best channels to uh, contact me. Yeah, I would say absolutely, absolutely. Blake, mm-hmm. I appreciate you, brother, for stopping yeah, by today. Always and, a pleasure. Uh, just uh, hopping on the podcast and spitting your knowledge about insurance and everything. It's the least I could do. It's not as scary as people think it is. Yeah. So I'm here to prove them wrong. Absolutely, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is it for today's episode. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I want to give a special thanks to Life Water for providing water today. Yes, it saved me a couple times. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode. My name is Nick Brown. This is the show. It's Blake Gaming over here. And uh, we're out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Peace, peace and love.